it's just different. Hopeless at one point, and they have an opportunity to make you go harder, make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness. Like, man, y'all don't understand. This is like, you know what I mean? You dig from a different place. That, that bottom of your soul, that pit, homie, where, your, where, where you felt like the shit was... Shit, if in your mind it ain't gon' happen, shit, it probably won't I took some risks, some people probably won't That's how I'm grateful for the fruits of all my labor Hard to live and know you sick, I'd rather be with my creator Think your time's up Alright, welcome back to another episode of Four Insight Podcast This is your host, Mike Obi. It's your boy, London Overtree, back for some more gems What you doing, my brother? Uh, thing, man, another busy week, busy life, as we always say. Uh, football went well last week, got our first win. So, tomorrow's game two, try to keep the ball rolling in that regard. Uh, just get okay. a job, trying to stay active, stay in the gym, and just try to tackle these goals. What's going on with you? Nothing much, still uh, exceeding and trying to get everything right in my new role. But on top of that, started a bulk. Started a bulk and um, trying to see what I can do before February, before I start this cut again. I decided to bulk the last minute, like a couple of weeks ago. So starting off really good, trying to make this like a lean bulk this time. So like I don't get back to 276, so I get to 255-ish, then cut back up from where, where I was doing from the beginning. So all good over here. That lean bulk, that is not an easy thing to do. It is not easy whatsoever. It's because of course you can get the wing stop and the whole the whole nine and Taco Bell and get your calories and protein that way, but doing it lean is oof. Yep, 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 but you got it. It's all part of the journey, part of the process. But uh, yeah. before we get into the content, just like we always tell y'all and like we always acknowledge, you know, much love to the family who continue to rock with us, continue to support us. We ask that you continue to do so. Give us a five star rating on all your listening platforms, Spotify, Anchor. And then give us a subscription on YouTube, like the video, so we can help get boosted in the algorithm and share these gems of the culture. All right, Al, you know what time it is that we haven't done it in a while? Time for another dating topic. Another dating topic. My favorite. Yes, we have heard this one from us in the while. So you might get some, you might get some lot of conversations on this one. Yes, sir. But that's what it's all about. So uh, this one, it seems TikTok. I, I've been using TikTok in just different conversations in general, just to try to fuel things like it's real funny. You know, I'll, I'll just be watching certain things or I'll have a conversation with like individual, whether it's at the gym or at my job and stuff. And I always try to be a curious mind. So I was talking to one of my OGs and he says something and it kind of just struck a nerve. I'm like, yep. All right. Bet. And I just go write the script down. So um where I want to take this or at least start it off is just we have a lot of uh, female listeners, right, who listen to the show and we appreciate them. And I think one thing that we can try to do, I think you and I as guys, is just try to get them at least a little bit of insight into the way that a guy's mind thinks and is hardwired, you know, in the, in the way of being able for them to understand. So I think one important aspect for women to look at in terms of a guy or at least assessing a guy as a partner or anything is looking into his journey into manhood. So just on that preface alone, what are you thinking? Ooh, start off. It's I haven't had a conversation about this dating stuff in a while, so it's kind of good. Um, it's funny that you said I just was talking to somebody about that and kind of explaining that how a woman needs to learn their man because as men, we're we do have egos. We if you do look at the Bible and stuff, they like a woman is made off our rib and this and this. Um, so it's like naturally we're going to tend to want to be alpha males. But I think what what women don't understand is that there's a way that a man can be an alpha and also let her be 50 percent and then he be 50 percent, but he still can be an alpha. Um, so I think for a woman, I think they have to study their manhood and study their person to kind of see what they don't like and what they do like. If if you're dating somebody like a me, part of my manhood is knowing like you're one untouchable. I like a woman who is authentic. I like a woman who's traditional. So she don't really care about the social media aspect. Don't mind if you do, but like if you're taking every picture, like your butt showing this and this, for me, that would make me not really. So you have to learn your man. So for me, that's what I would say is a woman has to learn men 
And if they don't learn their man, it's going to result in a common argument every time. And that's not a good situation to be in. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think the one thing first off is talking about how men have egos. I think the word ego has been taken into a negative context or it's seen right. as something that is bad, which, you know, it can get bad if it's the person who utilized the ego for the wrong reasons or for the or it become tyrannical with it. But I think ego is what largely has created the society in the country that we know as the United States. It took people taking pride in what they do and really being able to take it and, you know, instill confidence in themselves. And that, that confidence then tends to lead to a strong ego, right, where they feel like they can do anything. I think that part of the male ego is a good thing. But obviously, with everything that's good, there's some downside, there's some bad. And I think too much society looks at the bad rather than the good uh, to answer that first aspect. And then, like you talked about, I've said this previously, I think, you know, just to use it in a woman's context where it's a little bit more relatable to them is just understanding not the guy's zodiac sign because not every guy's you know what his zodiac is he doesn't embody all the characteristics but the love language that your, your partner embodies i think that's something where two people can at least look at it in terms of compatibility and say hey this is the way that i communicate because not every guy is comfortable being able to speak his mind or speak his emotions or you know men are largely taught to suppress emotion so my thing is he has a way that he communicates to you. So just learn that. And then learning that about your partner, you are able to connect with them. And that 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 show of effort, I think, is the one thing men look for is just to say, does this woman at least want to give it a try to try to work it out? I think that alone effort. is something that if, if a woman is able and willing to do that, given the, the society we live in or what I hear a lot of guys talking about, complain about, that will set women apart way more than a lot of other things what do you think no i definitely agree it's um that effort that word effort that you said is something that i think that women don't see enough is a lot of women say well the man's not trying the man's not giving no effort the man a lot of men might just be sitting back just peeping game and watching you and see if you do effort and that's something that I do a lot is just kind of see, because like if you if you spoon feed, it's almost like uh, teaching a student. And then if they're taking a test and it's, this is not a test, but it's like if you're taking a test and the student, like you just giving them like the answers, basically, it's like the, the person never going to learn. So it's like if I tell a woman what I like, of course, you're supposed to do that in the beginning. But if I keep having to tell her what I dislike and like and she continues to do that, then she's just not the person for me. And then I think that is what makes a lot of men kind of look elsewhere. And I'm only speaking for men who, I guess, want a relationship, but if they don't want a relationship and there's some fools out here that are guys who are just just out here to play games, but the men who do want a relationship and who is taking it serious, but won't commit fully, they might be going into that cycle of like thinking process. Yeah, I agree with you. So next part is just understanding that every guy is taught from really the time he starts figuring out that he has responsibilities, that he has to undergo certain experiences and check off certain points to become a man or to be respected or viewed as a man, right? So what do you think of when you hear that statement? For, for me, um, I, I agree and I kind of don't agree at the same time. Um, I did agree as a kid when I was leaving college. I, I When I was in my six-year relationship, I was like, um, I have to check off certain check marks I feel like with other women at one time I was like I, I might be married to this woman and I might have kids and I might eventually say like um one day one day I might look back and say I didn't live my college life the way I wanted to so I had to I figured out, I was like maybe I have to be like check marks and check boxes before I can be truly happy with myself granted I did that Turned out I wasn't fully happy with just being a single life. And I think that's where I said I don't agree. I think a lot of people could just be thinking about what could be greener on the other side. And realistically, the, st the side that you all can be green because it's, it's what you make of it. So it was like, if you got a woman, you can make you can make that woman happy and be committed to her and don't have to do nothing like bad or cheap. But it's like, at the same time, if you if you're trying to please everybody else and still get like points from your homies or just just whatever, then you might take that side. So it depends what side you look at it. For me now, I'm growing how I look. I'm I'm cool with being faithful and just being on that side of just and trying to get money and do that. So it takes growth, a lot of growth. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is the social aspect or maybe the peer aspect, the peer pressure, where it's like you have to knock down these many women or you can't 
you know, be seen as this, as opposed to for me, right. when I get to, I, I thought it's like, okay, as a man, you know, a lot of it is being able to take on more responsibilities, right? When you turn 18, you're technically seen as a legal adult, but you're still a kid, you know, largely, you know, because you probably still live with your parents, you still rely on your parents for everything. Mm-hmm. And once you hit 21, 22 and above, now you start getting given like, oh, you have this responsibility. You have to now pay for your own car. You have to pay your car, no pay, pay your insurance. So it's so those little thing of being given more responsibility, find your own apartment, all that other stuff find a way to move out where now it's like those are kind of the steps in the process of the evolution into manhood is kind of where I take it. Right. Yeah. It's, it just depends on how you look at it and, and take it from that perspective and your way, how I, how you just explained that. And then the way I was saying it all, it all kind of correlates in the same category. Now let's hone in on, I think it's important to hone in on maybe the more pivotal moments in a man's development that really is going to be a telltale sign of the type of man that a woman is getting to know or getting to be with. So in your opinion, what would you say are the most pivotal moments in a man's development where you can kind of be able to say, this is the type of man that is going to be in your opinion? Oof. Now, that is tough. That is a good question. This is a question that I'm the most pivotal moments in a man's development. I would have to say, honestly, um, I'm going to start off from an age where you, I feel like you should be, and it could be your most pivotal moments. I would say from the age of 23 to 25. And then when you're 26, I think that's when your development should be, you should be processing your development to a point where, um, those three years that you did that development, you should be become a full grown man. So for me, when I speak that's probably post-college, post-college uh, career, uh, most likely that's when you go into your first, what am I going to do? This is real life. Um, and you start from there and then you, you can still have some childish moments. You can still have some baby growth and your parents might can bail you out. If you just, you might not have the situation for your parents to bail you out. And then those are those times in 24 is like, okay, Parents are kind of getting uneased. Parents don't want me to, they want me to do this. Like, get your stuff together. You're a grown man. And 25 is, 20 to me, 25 is just the whole year that everything comes comes into order. So I think 25 is the most pivotal uh, time. But um, I think all three of those years are probably the most pivotal moments for a, a man to become that and kind of see um, what they can become on that aspect of it. For relationship side of it, I will say... Um, a heartbreak, a heartbreak takes, that's their most pivotal moment. And when they truly love a woman and if a woman actually breaks their heart, um, that's the most pivotal moment for them. And then that's when I think everything starts clearing up for a man, in my opinion. Mm, it's good. I like that. I, I, I would say that there's no, you gotta be careful when you say age limit, but I, I think <laughs> so it's, does he check these things off or does he get to these points? Has he experienced it? So I would say that, for one, I, I I do agree that manhood really does start when you get out of college because while you're in college, you're still under the nest largely or the umbrella of your parents more times than not or some type of legal guardian, right? Now, if you're going into college by yourself and you have nobody, which that is the case for some people, then that that process kind of gets shortcutted and circumvented. But I would say that for fresh out of college, you have to look at ladies you know, first off, what's his discipline like? Like, what is his daily routine, daily habits? Is he lazy or is he a person who at least has a, t- a checklist? Okay, do I? does he have mental discipline to be able to go to the gym? Because going to the gym, I've always said, is a, is a telltale sign of self-discipline and self-care, right? If he's a man who, okay, he takes his health seriously, then you know that, okay, that there's a little bit of self-discipline there. Self-discipline translates well, right? Then does he have the, does he have empathy in his heart? Was he taught empathy? Because if he's empathy, then he's if he's empathetic, then he has an open mind whenever it comes to you guys being able to work things out. Is he if he's rigid minded, you're gonna have more problems with him more likely than not. Um, what how, how what's perception on humanity, especially when it comes to family, right? Because if you're a woman who wants a family and he's like, I don't want children, maybe he's not compatible, or vice versa. If you're a person who, you know, maybe you don't want children, but this guy does, maybe that's not the right person for you. So I think it's looking at those things, right? And then also, like you said, I think high breaks are a very big one, right? How how does he take 
disloyalty or how does he take those things? Because it's it's a big deal for guys. Like as much as we try to, you know, say, oh, it's not, it's nothing, but it's it's probably the biggest thing. Cause now you get to see how he reacts when something when something tragic or something traumatic happens. How does he deal with trauma? How does he deal with stress? How does he deal with controversy? You know, does he get volatile with it where now maybe he's it's violent or he loses anger, loses temper, or does he have the ability to control his emotions? All those things you're going to be signing up for whenever you decide to be with that man, in my opinion. And I and I think that's what I, I always tell people. I keep it short. That's why I always tell people I feel like kids should go through trials and tribulations. It's a, it's a pros and cons to it, though, but they should go through trials and tribulations because when things like that happen in their adulthood, not that they're not rattled, but they're prepared for it. And some people who aren't prepared for it, who got coddled, might break. So it's like, but at the same time, the cons that people who did have trials and tribulations could be messed up in a different way. So it depends how you look at it. But um, yeah, like I always say, you got to gotta keep going. And one, one interesting thing, I was uh, at my school today, I was talking to my kids and we, we talked about the whole aspect of stress and dealing with stress. And one of the questions was, um, do you guys think stress is a real thing or does stress, is that something you can control? And it was interesting, some of the answers. There are some who are on that mindset that you can't control stress. Stress is a big thing and, you know, it's serious and, you know, you have that end. And then you have other people who say stress is only a thing if you let it be a thing, right? Where if you don't know how to control your emotions, then that's your problem. You need to learn that. And I'm like, huh, like mm -hmm. seeing those mm -hmm two ends of the spectrum kind of class was interesting yeah. because it kind of it it's kind of what we're talking about here are you the type of guy where if something bad happens you fold and you you know you lose your cool you lose your temper because losing your temper translates to many different things you can lose your temper in your job you can lose your temper if someone you, you feel like looks at you a certain way or whatever the case may be like all those things translate you know what i'm saying so it's just being very careful and diligent on what you know you're getting into or signing up for right all right, now let's talk about leaving the nest and building a man's quote unquote kingdom and that 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 step in life. You've done it, I've done it, I've seen my brother do it and I'm in the process of doing that again. So just on that, how important do you think that is for a man's development to, for him to be able to leave the nest and get on his own? On his own? Um, it's very, it's very vital. I wanna say that. It's very important to just, get that experience it's kind of like a job it's like if you if you plan on having a family having a wife having the kids you can't be just coddled your whole life by your parents especially as a man um it's like you have to go out there and go through some struggle and that's kind of why i'm glad my dad kind of like let me just out the nest and like my mom was like what about london he was like what about him so like to me i feel like if if you don't go through that stuff, you won't be able to uh, like run your household in a way. And I think that's why you need it. Like you need to go through some financial problems. You need to go through a certain different aspect of it to kind of understand this is what I need to do to learn. Like know about credit scores, know about uh, investing, know about this. So you can give that free game to your wife or your kids and then you can make that kingdom whole. So I always tell people, if you want to build a empire, it takes two. It takes you, your wife, but at the same time, as a man, you got to bring you got to bring a lot to the table. You got to kind of put yourself into your kids' shoes, your wife's shoes, and your shoes, and know that they look at you as protection. They look at you as like this is our this is our rock. If something goes down, they're gonna look at you. Are you gonna be able to perform? And that's kind of where I stand on every time I. I'm trying to build my like foundation. I'm trying to build my empire. Like at a time, your wife's gonna look at you and be like, "If something really hits the fan, can you do it?" And if you can't do it, then <laughs> that's when a woman starts looking at other places down the line. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. What you just said, I think a lot of people are gonna take exception to men and women. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be that way. Why does the man have to do everything? Why does he expect to do everything? I'm I'm, I'm asking the question. So no, no. Why why are we putting that level of onus on? Because there there are those who are the family. Yes, that's true. That's what it is. That it is what it is. And a man just has to be willing to accept that you're of that mindset. Right. I'm of that mindset. That's the way we were trained. But just to play devil's advocate, right. any woman who right. says no, man doesn't have to do that, or to any man who says. 
that's not right. That's effed up. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be me having to take on all that responsibility. What do you say to that? It is messed up that men have to, this has to be what it is. Like a lot of men has a good point. Why do we have to do everything? Why do we have to pull most of the weight? And it's like, maybe financially you might have to at a point, but that's why I say when you look at your woman, and this is why I think it's the difference between a wife and a and a girlfriend or just some girl who's out there in the street. Mm-hmm. If your girl will die for you, if your girl will, um, for me, I was I was raised off my mama doing a lot for my dad, like get his water, cook, like cook food like that. If you do little things like that, for me personally, mm-hmm. I look at that as like a okay, you you making a hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand in my head by the little stuff you doing because you don't got a woman don't have to do that. So like if a woman is doing that for their man, you don't get a lot of women out here taking care of their men these days. So to me, that's why I say it takes experience of you going through trials and tribulations because I can guarantee 95% of men aren't clean. I can guarantee you like they might be clean, but they're not, they're not a woman clean. And you need a woman for that. You need a woman to help you like get little stuff that you might forget and she might be like hey babe this is what you need to know so it's a team effort but i just don't think men value the little things that women do do and i think that's what goes unnoticed but i do think as a man you're supposed to move mountains for your family so that's kind of how we get it yeah it sucks but it is the case and I mean, I, I always say and I argue that you have to have the competency to do it. You may not have to do it. Like if you have a particularly, you know, self-sufficient partner where she just doesn't expect that out of you and you guys can, you know, can say, hey, your wife has the ability to do this and she's willing to do that. Great. But I always say have the ability to do it if need be. Yeah, and I think that that's, alone, that's 100% true. If, if, if your partner says, okay, I know if all those fellows, he could do it, I think that's good enough. And then it's like, no, I, I'm better at this. Or like you talked about with either, with either whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's doing manual labor, whether it's even uh, handling cars, handling finances. Like if your partner, we're speaking from the guy's perspective, if your partner is better at that and she's okay with doing that and she wants to do it, then great, by all means. That's something she's good at, boom, she does it. But if it's one of those things like she's looking at you to do it and you can't do it, that's where I think guys are running into problems. So question. So if your woman does all the cleaning stuff and then she makes sixty, seventy thousand dollars, but you're making you're making the bulk of the money and then with and then you're paying most of the bills, does how does men look at that? Do they like should they pay half or should they do this? That's a good question. Are you asking me what I think or am I asking what do you for what what would you do and then what do you just knowing a lot of men what do you think the general level scheme would be for just how they would think of that if a man makes most of the money his wife makes a good decent living but a decent amount but she makes but she does most of the cooking and cleaning you're asking me yeah i would think guys would think of that yeah like would you like because basically the argument i feel like you're saying why do we have to pay why do we have to do all this but like what if she's still making that money but you're still paying for everything if she's making that money and you're still paying okay i see what i see where that can go um what i would say that to the guy and even to me it would just go to the to the type of woman that you're with i would say that that comes Mm -hmm. to getting to know them in the betting process where are you the with the type of woman who is saying my money is my money and your money is our money and therefore i can make what i make and it's mine but then i still expect you to pay for everything and you're not okay with that then you don't need to be with that person right but or are you with somebody who says like you do this and you make all the money you do this so i have what i make as kind of like our side money or our emergency fund or i'll use my my salary to pay for our vacations or to pay for groceries if i go cooking you know since since you said that it's established that that partner you know she cooks and cleans so my salary i'll do the groceries or i'll buy clothes like this is how it it, it worked out with my mom and my dad right my dad his salary paid the mortgage, the house, the car, the all that aspect, right? And then what their agreement was is that my mom would pay for like stuff like cell phone. She cooked, so because she's the one making the food, she would get the groceries. 
um, because my dad is a true minimalist, she, my mom would buy the clothes and buy all that stuff, right? Because so it just worked out that their personalities worked that way, worked that way, and it ventured off to what their skill sets were. My dad was very handy. My dad works with tools. My dad does yard work, housework. So he bought all of that stuff. He did everything house related mm. uh, and hard skill related. My mom did everything soft skill related. And I think that's usually traditionally how it works. That's how I would foresee it working. But if my wife was good at a particular uh, hard skill and she wanted to do it, then by all means. It, it, I, I, at the end of the day, would not say, you have to do this. Now, I'm never gonna be that type of partner. You know, we'd, yeah. we'd hash a lot and we probably get all that hashed out like throughout our relationship. Like, okay, I'm better at this. Okay, you seem to be better at that. Okay, you do that. Okay, I make this. So then, okay, just tell me what we need here and then I'll get it. Or you make this with your salary and this doesn't cost that much. Okay, you can do this. And then just let me know what that is. Just having that communication. It's not something where I'm ever going to say you absolutely must do that. No, I'm not. Because you're not going yeah, yeah. to have a healthy yeah, relationship that way. Yeah. So that's where I stand on it. What about you? I agree with that. It's, it's At the end of the day, it's about what you and your partner are both good at and so if like you said if she's got one thing and you're better at something else then y'all just talk that out and kind of communicate that so it just all boils down to communication you know what the problem with communication is that takes time and people aren't willing to let time so that's that's really the, that's really the tea that we're we're really kind of skating by is that you know what we talked about that all sounds good and well but people are like what i have to compromise that no it's my way or no way and i think that's where people end up getting themselves messed up in relationships so I've, I've been guilty of it too where it's like mm, not that i want everything my way I've, I've always been compromising but it's like the things that are non-negotiables have stayed non-negotiable right and and so i think right. just learning that every little thing can be a red flag and finding that balance where it's like okay you do that that's not the worst thing in the world you know what i'm saying but the things that's that I, what i had to learn yeah. that's exactly what i had to learn was just because you do something, it's not a deal breaker. Because like me, I'm a you do something to me is the dunsky. So it's you, that's what that's what relationships bring. Is like it brings that if you can get past certain stuff and get through that next phase of it, then you you have a chance. But if you just if you get to the point where you're about to break up on everything, then that's where y'all have a problem. All right, so now we transition to this next part where the conversation gets a little spicy. Enter Toxic London into the chat and Pepe Soup into the chat. All right, Pepe so soup. a king finding his queen. In other words, a man finding his wife. You know what? I'm, I'm going to turn it to you, L. What, what do you think of whenever you talk about finding a wife or a man finding a wife? Let's talk about that and that aspect. What do you target? when you're trying to find a wife yes me or do you want me to speak for like the people both all right i'll start for me what i look for in a woman that i'm trying to marry i'm looking for somebody one that could be my best friend that could be my right hand man that can just i don't get tired of i get tired of, of a lot of people so to that point is if I can sit there and be around you every day and I don't, of course you're going to get on my nerves. I'm just, I just get annoyed at people. But if you don't get on my nerves and then we just always have a good time, we laugh and I can read, cause I can read people really well. If I can read that you're very genuine and you just not saying stuff just because it fits what my, like, what I feel going, then I say, okay, well, let me, reword that if i could sit there and look at you and can tell that you're just saying stuff because of it kind of fits what i what i would say i can kind of tell if that's if that's not for me so i go off that i go off your ambition i go off your like are you are you hungry i always preach entrepreneurship so for me if i, I always ask people like what are you what are you interested in like are you interested in this like what do you do for a living so i always ask all those questions so i'm big on communication if to me, if you're not big on communication, that's always to me a red flag. But at the same time, it's not like a complete deal breaker because me, I'm going to pull that out of you. Um, but at the same time, you got to learn how to speak. Like we're all growing at one point. Like you can't. Um, for me, I 
I try not to model my mom because my mom always tell me don't don't try to look for a woman in me. But it's hard for me not to because I seen how she treated my dad good or she like do stuff for him. And for me, I'd be like, that's all you can ask for in a woman is somebody taking care of you, a woman uh, riding for you. A woman would basically do anything for you. It's like for me as a man, you should be able to run through walls for a woman like that, because to me, I value women more than I value a lot of things, but like I, I'm more blunt than the average dude. So it might come off as like, he's an asshole, but at the same time, I'm just going to keep it real with women. I think women have a lot to offer, but I think a lot of women are hurt about past things, or I think women are not over a lot of trauma. So it's, to me, once you figure out about that woman, a, a woman really will ride for you once you get that. I think that's what men don't understand is once you figure out that woman, it's hard for a woman to fold on you, but you do got some ain't-ish women, but at the same time, it's about learning a woman. So for me, that's my ideal woman kind of, of course, fitness. You got to be in the fitness for me. Um, just kind of want to be more than than just for you. And I can tell if a woman is just for them. So I know it's kind of all over the place, but you get the point. What you talked about, there are two things that I see society talk about that really kind of, uh, I don't know whether it's a raise the eyebrow or raise my attendance, but uh, so I hear certain women especially when it comes to a guy who has a good relationship with his mom, who, who says you have, you guys have to cut the umbilical cord. Look, I'm not your mom. So I don't want to be raising a little boy. I don't want to have to be nurturing a little boy, but I'm like, yeah, I get that. that. I I get that. But at the same time, that woman depicts everything that he should look for in a wife in terms of woman who is completely loyal to him, loves him unconditionally, or at least, from the, from the aspect that should be willing to do what is needed to be done to ensure his health and safety. That's all a man really wants, right? And then on top of that, she cooks for him, right? And then she is able to, you know, enable his well-being as best she can, right? That's all a guy wants out of a woman. So it's like, yeah, he sh- you shouldn't be his mom or you, sh- you shouldn't embody his mom, but you should embody, embody the good qualities that- That she is, yeah. Because that's, that's, to me, is what- the image of like, okay, I want these qualities in a wife at the, at the end of the day, these abilities, right? And in terms of like, it, to me, like all the question I was, cause again, I'm all about giving a rebuttal. So what do you think a guy should be looking for then? If, if you don't think it's that, then what do you think it is? That's the one question I would have for women, you know? It, so, just, it just boils down to, I think women don't, I think women think it's not the sixties no more. It's it too, it's, we're, they're so wrapped up into the whole argument of that we're equal instead of like, okay, we get it that we're equal, but that does not take away from the fact that you can take care of your man and cleaning and cooking and folding your man's clothes or doing something like that does not make you a maid. It does not make you a slave or anything. It just means that this woman cares about you and she's willing to take care of her man. So if the man sees that for me, once I start seeing that, I'm like, okay, if you're doing this for me, then I need to start doing something for you. I can't just let you do so much of the like work for me and then I don't bring nothing to the table. But there's some men who are different because I know in the back end, women are going to be like, well, I'll do that and the man will still go cheat or I'll go do that and the man will still go do this. Grant, okay, if he's doing that, you should not be doing nothing for that man. I'll tell you 100%. But if the man is holding you down he's doing everything right he's bringing in he's going to work every day thinking about yes this is my money but i'm doing it for us or if he does this and he'll run through walls yes you should be able to do anything for your man because he's doing it for you and and there's some women who just won't do that now and i'm like that's why a lot of women are like i do everything i'm like no honestly you just uh give him sex and thinking that's enough no it's not like if if you just giving a man sex that's at the end of the day it's, it's not that's not all it is to a relationship. I don't know. I'm not gonna go there. All I'm gonna say is, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is the second part that you talked about is I think the the aspect of women entering new relationships in bad faith or through the through the lens. I talked about this previously, through the lens of their past relationships, where they say, "Okay, I'm not gonna give this guy any credit, any benefit of the doubt because guys in the past abused that." I'm like, "Yeah, but you." you could be spoiling a potentially good thing by looking at him through the lens of what happened in the past. Guys Thank are guilty. You. Guys are guilty of it too. Guys are guilty of it. Guys are too. I am. I'm you know, so guilty. Everybody's guilty of that, but I think that's just a societal thing, right? Where 
like for women where, you know, more, more times than not, the guy is going and approaching the women and trying to make the approach. At least that's what I think society still does. It's on them to say, you know what? I, I can give this guy a chance. You know, he was respectful. He's maybe my type. He's attractive. Let me not try to shoot myself in the foot by, by putting on this front or listening to what maybe some of my girlfriends like, don't give him a chance. Don't give him a chance. It's like, yeah, but if you like him, I just say, try it. And then, you know, if you don't, then just say, no, thank you. And keep keep moving. But don't get so caught up in, well, guys in the past did this. So therefore, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my biggest pet peeve because that's why a lot of a lot of people hate that I'm so truthful. And I'm like, a lot of people say we want a man to be truthful. I don't think women really want men to be truthful, honestly. Because when you be truthful, that's going to get used against you, one. Two, it's like you're being too blunt. And why are you saying it like this? I'm not really saying too harsh. It's just like, I respect you enough to tell you the truth. And then at that point, it's, well, I've got this done to me in the past. And if this happens, blah, 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 then I feel like you telling me that it might happen again. I'm like, well, I can't help you at that point because I'm telling you to be honest with you, but you're overtaking it as I'm going to do it. Like, cause he did that. Like that has nothing to do with me. So I think that's when you have to kind of ask yourself as a man or a woman, if you can handle that significant other having trauma or past stuff and can y'all work through with it. So that's just a, individual topic yeah, really for bring it all home like it's, it's the same thing i kind of what we're talking about is the same thing i kind of tell my kids like me and you telling women these things like in the truthful manner we wouldn't say these things if we ain't care didn't want to see people be together didn't want to see like people actually being healthy fruitful relationships we could tell we could do the you know the social media way of just trying to tell people what they want to hear and try to be clickbaity but that doesn't really help people get what they want at the end of the day right um, at the end of the day, if we didn't care, we just would say, ah, psh, they're lost cause. They'll figure it out later down the line the hard way. But it's like, nah, we got to give you people the gems because we want to see people be happy and like fix the hurt or try to fix the pain or do what we can to at least help one. Like we always talk about, if we can help one, you know, then that's, that's all we need. You know I mean, I and, and maybe that. the way that we deliver it, as opposed to some of the other ways, maybe the way we deliver it, where it's very, you know, kind of, it's authentic. It's not, we're not trying to embarrass nobody, not trying to go at nobody. We're just saying, hey, look, think about this. And then from thinking about this, maybe you'll get this outcome. 100%. All right. Now here's something society, or at least women, there are two things I don't think they think about when it comes to men and picking partners or even what we see what i see in society go on so there's this whole we talked about this loyalty aspect right now one thing i've realized or that i've i've, I've been aware of or i've started to peep game on is a man and his tendency to want to be loyal to his wife right now what i've seen is i think that largely goes to how low was she to the man in the beginning mike what are you talking about so like I look at there, there are people where they get married at a young age, right? They get married when the guy, the guy gets married to this woman while he doesn't have nothing, right? And then they end up building to LeBron and Savannah, right? Got married, high school sweethearts. LeBron wasn't in the league yet, didn't have his money yet, you know, yada, yada, yada. But they stayed together throughout everything. They're still, they're still married to this day. I look at that end of it. And then I look at people who the guys who get married later on after they already have their money and their wealth accumulated. And those guys usually are the ones that get divorced or have infidelity, you know, or have whatever Jordan Belfort, prime example, right? Jordan Belfort. And he gets his money and even, even it's a little different, but you know, you have that end of it. So what I see is, Hmm, is, is the, the T that, a guy is more likely to be loyal to a woman who was down with him in the beginning because he knows, look, she, this woman was with me when I didn't have nothing as opposed to if he gets married later on down the line, whenever he's already successful, now he starts to question at the back of his mind, that woman, is she really with me for me or is she with me because of what I can do for her? And that that's the thing, even me, like I, not, not that I question because I'm, I'm a loyal person, but it's like, do I try to get married now? right? While I'm building, I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think that's right. Or do I wait until I'm successful? If I do it that way, 
How do I know the woman's with me for the right reason? Those are the things right. I really ask myself or, you know, the thing I kind of battle with. So what do you think about that whole premise? I'm always going to say I'll take a woman who was with me with nothing and then get some. I'm never going to. How easy do you think that is to accomplish a woman who's willing to stick it out and ride with you while you have nothing? You got to just be that. You just got to be that dude. I just keep it like that. And like, yep. that's why I think it's easy to read women. Cause like, I always tell my mom, I'm like, mama, <laughs> y'all are so easy to read as women. It's just men don't, men don't listen. Men don't, like, I, I just feel like I'm just miles ahead of people. I'm like, this is actually the crazy part. It's like, it's easy to have a woman ride for you if you're doing the right things. Like it's, and I, like I said, there are some women who just ain't shit. Like it's just simple as that. But if you're doing the proper steps, I promise you, a woman's gonna ride for you. Got you. No, I agree with so that. On the back end of it, but or you can do the easy route. Right. You can do like Jeff Bezos. I seen him up in uh thursday night football this thursday mm-hmm. and well last thursday and um he was in the booth and he divorced his wife she got half the money i mean i'd have been pissed but hey he got it back and probably he probably got him a gold digger now she got fake lips she had a fake face but he knows that now he's like it just is what it is like mm-hmm. i just know what comes with it now it's like no woman's gonna really like like me from once you have clout no woman really like they might they might grow to like you, but I think everybody just look at clout. And that's why I, I try to watch women really closely that who just care about clout. Cause I'm like, to me, that's just a unattractive trait. So if I have a woman who's 10 toes for me, I die for them. But I don't know how people, how people carry themselves, but just how I was raised, I was raised in Michigan. So no, to me, that just social media and that still doesn't really exist too much for people that where, where I'm from. So that's why I kind of get turned off by clout-driven stuff. Yeah, I agree. All right, now the second part, or the second controversial thing that I think about, this whole thing. So I look at social media culture, TikTok culture, Instagram culture. I look at a lot of who influences the young minds, what celebrities influence the young minds, what creators. And this whole thing of wanting this high value high six figure earning had this this certain caliber of male right right and then all the guys who don't meet that threshold are seen as not good enough i mean largely that's how it's growing to be i'm not saying it's like that fully but then i look at okay so that's how it is from a woman's desire aspect what happens to those guys who meet the threshold i'm like what happens to their loyalty do you think they're going to only want to be a woman if they know they can gain access to all of these women? Women don't, women don't think that far ahead. I had to say that. It's just, it's just, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say think, that. They think, okay, oh, sorry, sorry. Women think they can change a man. Sorry. Dang. They think they can change who they are. They're like, oh, yeah, this girl wasn't me, though. Yeah, whatever. And then it's like, it's like, honestly, you just got to be that. Like, that's why I said it would be bad, bad for me to have clout. Cause with my mental and my like way that I'm good with wordplay, like it just wouldn't be good for me just to have just clout and that. It just, it just doesn't add up. I got, you gotta have one or the other. Uh, <laughs> where I was going, <laughs> so where I was headed was here. And I mean, and I mean, I'm not gonna say that they don't think this far ahead, but I think they need to start thinking, okay, if, if this guy has access to all these women, is he gonna wanna be monogamous? Because mm, I'm starting to see this whole polygamy thing start to seep back into American culture. It's, it's, it's a taboo thing, but now I'm starting to see, okay, this guy, this celebrity, I won't name names, this celebrity has multiple women. This guy says he's not going to be monogamous. That in high income era says he's not going to be monogamous. So I'm like, is that going to slowly start becoming the norm? Is that going to slowly start to seep into the culture? And if that is the case, how are women going to take that? That's what I think about. But it's been like that though. It has, but not not so blatantly. It's like, just more. It's I think it's just more like, publicized. You'll be low. You'll say be low on the front end, but it's like, hey, I might do my thing on the side, or like it may be the part of their agreement. But in terms of saying upfront, like I'm not gonna be monogamous. I'm gonna do my like I'm going to have multiple wives. I don't think that was normal. Really you can't see. You can't see 
that back then because there was no social media. True. And then two, you still don't see no middle class dudes that work at corporate America say, I want to have multiple wives. Yeah, true. Because they don't have the money for that. They have the, you, you can make 200000 200, ain't enough mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to have multiple wives. You might can be able to pull out a threesome maybe or something like that for that, but you're not going to be able to do that with just whatever. But for <laughs> for if you making 50, 50 million, 100 million, this and this, and you got women like women like dudes who got attention from other women it just sucks to say that's that true. just is is horrible but that's kind of what be like oh oh if you just if a woman saw that she was the only one attracted to you she wouldn't be as attractive it's actually weird to me but they they see like a like me i walk in the gym with cat or something and then if somebody sees me it i see more women look at me when i'm with a woman versus versus just if i'm by myself which is backwards but that's just how so i don't know i think it depends on the uh, figure of your figure of what you make because i just know like for tomorrow say you made 500 million and then your life just changed tomorrow Obi will be laughing in like a month and a half of just like do you see how crazy these women act now and i'll say it, it you're the same Obi, but now you might just come in with just you know you got to spoil yourself so now you might just come in with just a billion or something now you got your own crib now you got a nice house everything changes and it does why this is well, you don't change the people around you gonna change those people things. around that's why they buy you changed no you changed like it's not that i changed it's just now you now you can see me because now i got this bentley now i got this big old house now i got this now i got this jewelry or something now i like it just is backwards, but that's life. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. And again, like people are like, oh, you're talking about this polygamy stuff. Yeah, I am, because that's the stuff that's stuff I see in culture. Like I'm always I'm I'm just a curious mind that's here to propose things to the public. Like that's all I do. Like I'm part philosopher, I'm part, you know, interviewer, part part. Like I just I, I think about these things, I see these things, and not like you said, I think way too far ahead maybe for my own good sometimes so i'm seeing it i'm like okay there's the mindset shift now i'm not here to say what's right or what's wrong i'm just here to say hey think about that when you when you you know for for those women who are out there saying okay i'm only going to allow a guy who makes this threshold of money whatever that is or i'm only going to allow this my prototype i'm like okay you and nearly 99.99999% of women want that same person they asked uh, Regine Carter and Nicki Minaj. They said, does your man got to be rich for you to continue to talk to him? They said no, but at the same time, yes. Ooh, okay. I want to, so my thing is, if money is not a factor, what I've noticed is that, like, let's say it's a woman who says, I don't want a man making that much money. You better have abilities to do other things, right? Like, so for example, right? I met I meet more women now where it's like especially with my job that I'm in now. Okay, he money is not everything, right? Oh, he doesn't have to make that money, but I guarantee you, when you look at her personality, she's also a person who likes to do a lot of different things, likes to be adventurous. So he might not have to be that much as far as financials, but he has to have a lot of other shit going on. He has to be very adventurous, he has to be creative, he has to have mm-hmm. some other abilities. Mm-hmm. That's usually you're gonna pay for it one way or another as a guy. So my thing is just accept that and learn how to pivot and be as well-rounded as you can. Not not because oh it's a chore you have to answer it with enthusiasm with an open mind because that means you're becoming a better version of yourself that's the way i see it pivot that was the word pivot if it's gonna come but you gotta pivot yes sir all right so let's wrap this up a little bit longer episode this year this week but i mean i like what we've talked about man it's just good um so now that we're giving some insight into manhood right that whole thing and the male brain What's next? How do women take this information from today and help that inform their lives going forward? When they can listen to this podcast and they can listen to it two times, three times a week. And I hate to say it, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna uh, add it to their game. But no, the people who do listen <laughs> on the real, uh, no, if people who do listen for women who are honestly um, wondering how to keep your man happier that basically is to me it's not really hard if you just uh 
we're not i think y'all are more y'all need more attention than we do we just need to just i think we need words of affirmation we need acts of service i think those things like that and then on that once you reinsure a man or something you just it kind of it's weird like i said we're built off egos you like you you're just letting him know because like we're not as a man we can't show our emotions so you might be feeding to the that emotion without even knowing it so by you telling your man that like good morning babe or um have a good day be safe or little stuff like that little you know that could mean so much to him and he would never tell you because it's just not he got his he's not going to tell you because he just he thinks you got to be too strong but once once y'all get to a point where he's vulnerable he's going to tell you how much that probably means to him but at first you might be like man i can't get this man i think what women do they'll try for like a good week or two and stop Yep. that you can't just stop if you really want somebody you got to go hard for it so that'll be my insight uh for women just don't stop and actually be genuine mm, i say ltl listen to learn not listen to respond right so you can listen to everything we just talked about and say nope i don't want to hear it i don't want to listen i don't want to accept it i'm gonna keep doing what i do fine if that if that leads you to the outcome that you want by all means but if you're trying to find new way to do things i just say try to listen because i mean me and l been guys for quite a while and you know we have a lot of guy experience we're just trying to tell y'all what will help um main thing is just approach with an open mind um be authentic know what you want but also understand that your partner is going to want things i think that's something that's lost um and after that just keep doing it keep doing what to do you know I mean because like you guys all can do it you know we wouldn't be talking on this camera trying to get out of game if we didn't think it could be done you know, it just takes a little bit more open-mindedness and enthusiasm. And don't look at it as a chore. You know, it's like you should do this because it'll help you be have a better life at the end of the day with the man that you could fall in love with. No. Facts. All right. I'll do it for this week. Great episode, great content. Hadn't brought y'all a dating episode in a while, so we made sure to really take our time and expound upon this. Cause I think it will help. I think it will help those who want to learn and those who want to take the game in. And, uh, you know, we'll keep rocking. We'll keep on bringing out the jams. We're closing in on 100 episodes. So, I mean, that's exciting, you know, doing this quest for almost three years now. Um, L, you got any final words, man? I really don't. I think that last part was kind of the final word of just kind of how women should go about it and doing it from there. Yep. All right. Well, like you said, like I, like we always say, you can follow us on Instagram. Remember, subscribe to the channel, share it, share with your friends, share with your lady friends, your guy friends, any person who's in the podcast, anybody who's into conversations, you know, uh, uh, give us a five-star rating on all your listening platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, help boost us in the algo, and we'll keep rocking with y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. All right. Feet on the ground with a proof you wrong mindset. I'd rather go out on my sword than have my mind tap. The ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie.